So like, I'm really interested in getting to field adjusting, but I don't know where to start. Oh, I know exactly where you can go. A facility with educators with over 40 years of experience, uh, the tools, the curriculum, the knowledge. I know exactly where you should go. Where? You need to go to insuranceadjusternow.com and schedule any of the plethora of trainings that they have. I mean, you're going to learn from two adjusters that have been out there in the field and have made a bag in this industry. Where should I go? Insuranceadjusternow.com. And, hey, I got something for you. Use my code SD100K to save 10% on your training. SD100K. Okay. Yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. Don't go later. Go now. Insuranceadjusternow.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. You're listening to Adjust Your Way to 100K, the podcast, the show that gives you insight into a very profitable career in the insurance adjusting industry. Um Yo, I really think you should share this podcast in particular with anyone that's really looking to get into this career and run it up because we're going to tell you exactly, exactly how to make a bag in the insurance adjusting industry. We're available on all your favorite platforms. Yo, I have someone special here. I I deviated from our usual intro because we have the, the real one. Desiree Marie, how are you doing? Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me here. I'm doing fantastic. How about you? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I know you, you're known by a lot of different names in the industry. <laughs> you're all over. Tell, like, what's your different names? AKA, I just want to make sure we keep up. Man, good luck with that. They ain't no keeping up right here. <laughs> So very few people know my real name, um, but my real name is Desiree. Um, but most people know me as um, my tag, which is the real Simeon princess or just princess in general. When they can't pronounce it, they say whatever they try, you know, <laughs> so I go by, I go by whatever you want to call me. I feel it. I feel you. What about the bag catcher? How about that? <laughs> I like that. You know, I got, I got a, I got a TikTok. It's called get Des money. You feel me? Okay. I put a play with my name in it, you know? Yes. Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> where, where are you from? I know um, you did a video before um, about your heritage of from Puerto Rico. Like, where are you from? So I was born in Puerto Rico. Um, I The hurricane, there was a big hurricane there. And my family was displaced. And we moved into New York since I was six months. Wow. Raised there my whole life. And okay. then moved here to Florida um, in 2017 or 2018. And okay. I've been here since. So, that's, yeah. that's amazing that um, a hurricane, you know, changed your family's trajectory. And now here you are helping people through hurricanes. That's amazing. How did you even get into this insurance adjusting industry? Yo, if I told, listen, let me tell you. Tell me the truth. <laughs> Yo, um, when it came into it, I was actually doing anything that I could do to get by, right? Yeah. When I came out here to Florida, because I, I had a really good job in New York and I moved to Florida and Florida is not the same as New York, you know? But me, I'm like, yo, like, I'm going to come with the New York swag to Florida is over. But that yeah. mentality is like, yo, at the same time, you need the right opportunities. Yeah. So yeah. I... I went from car sales. I did everything you can name. I did it. And I just wasn't making money. I did um, roofing. I did roofing sales. And when I was doing roofing sales, turns out I was working for a company that was scamming people, you know, and they didn't pay me for two months and a half. They didn't pay me. 
So I didn't get no money from, from that. And then every time I showed up to work, there was these adjusters, right? Showing up and it was just like, hold up. So you mean to tell me I'm going out here getting, I'm like, I'm knocking on doors, setting up these appointments. And then these are just to just show up and make bread. Like that's why. So then they, the company, when they found out, I found out that they were scamming. Right. Cause as soon as I found out, I, was, I started having questions. I was like, wait, hold up. What's going on here? They yeah. fired me. And when they fired me, literally within 48 hours, I was already on Adjuster Pro getting. <laughs> getting... <laughs> you going to make me lay on the floor. <laughs> yo, listen, okay. I said, yo, these people just showing up and they're getting money. <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, trying, I'm trying to show up. Yes. He <laughs> said, I just want to show up. Yo, but you know what the crazy part is? Girl, let me tell you something, right? So I come, right? And I I get, I go to Adjuster Pro. Because here's the thing. I didn't know what an adjuster was. I knew these people showed up. My friend was like, yo, you know what? I, um, You're doing roofing. Um, I actually have my adjuster's license, but I never did nothing with it. Yeah. But, and I do, I get job alerts from this company called Alacrity all the time. Mm-hmm. So I bet. I went online, I signed up for them, right? But I didn't have my license or nothing, but I created an account. So I started getting job alerts. Yeah. All of a sudden, um, this I got let go from this company. I'm getting job alerts. Um, Hurricane um Ida, Hurricane Ida happened. Yeah, they needed anybody with a post. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, check, I'm alive, bro. I'm alive, get me in here. Yo, when I tell you, I know I need zero, zero. And that's the crazy part that I always tell people. Sometimes when you know too much, you block your own blessings. Right. No doubt. Right. Because I didn't know, I didn't know what an adjuster was. I didn't know what an adjuster did. I didn't know the potential. I Mm -hmm. got a text when this thing said it was gonna pay me $56 an hour plus overtime. Okay, this was 84 hours in a week. Okay, I started doing the math. That's like $24,000 in a month. I said, <laughs> I'll be damned if I reply so quick. And yo, when I tell you, girl, I sent this message to everybody that yeah. I knew. I was like, yo, y'all need to quit your jobs right now. We need to hop on this. Yes. One person quit their job with me and jumped in it, which was my brother. Nobody else. I posted this on everything. And um, I, I sucked at it so bad. I sucked at it so bad. I did not know what I was walking myself into. And yeah. I, that deployment, I lasted one month. And it was an eye-opener. But it was towards the end of the hurricane season. So I'm thinking this is just a job for the hurricane. That's all I'm thinking. So I didn't think nothing else of it. Yeah. I left it at that. Let's go. So, <laughs> so let me ask. At the end of that first month, and I saw a video of you. This is how I really became cognizant of you. You were mm-hmm. like, yo, I got into this an emergency license. I made 24000 in the first month. Is that like the total of what you really did that first month? So that first month was September 2021. This mm-hmm. was before I even started vlogging about it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. What ended up happening was that that was towards the end of the hurricane. So I started getting into some other stuff, you know, trying yeah. to work from home, doing something else in the meantime, waiting for hurricane season to happen. But I wasn't making no money in then either. So yeah, yeah. 
like that 24,000 runs out after taxes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then once you get money like that, everybody needs money, you know? So yeah. we don't, we coming back broke from these deployments. We think just because we're making more money, we're not preparing ourselves. So came around April, I literally was on my, like my last hundred something dollars. And I was like, you know what? Like I started praying for a deployment and I got a text and the, yo, listen, girl, they wanted a rope and harness certified person. Okay. I didn't know what the hell rope and harness was, but you know what I got? I got swag. <laughs> so I'm on that, I'm on that phone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yo, I talked her in circles to the point where she forgot to, to confirm with me again about the rope and harness. <laughs> she said, well, you seem like a perfect fit. I'm like, you're damn right. <laughs> but no. it's 24,000. You're damn right. Well, at that point, no. it was funny. No doubt. They say, you know, communication is 20% of what you're saying and 80% of how you feel about what you're saying. So when you call these firms and, you know, you say the right things, you're acting competent and you're being courteous, it's like you would be surprised what you can get from doing that. That is amazing. You did all of that and not even really knowing exactly what you're doing or having the complete qualifications. At Just all. ready and at all amazing I don't, I don't know anything it's just more of a um believing that i could that that overconfidence in myself you know telling myself that yo you know what it don't matter what it is for this money i'm gonna get it right you know no doubt. Right. yeah and so that was let me make sure i got the timeline correct that was 2021 so the first one was september 2021 and then the the next one um i went on a drought like not drought, but like I didn't really even consider it as an option. I thought these people only work in hurricanes. You right. know, that's how little I knew of the business. You know, yeah. I got my next one in April um 2022. That's when I started blogging about it. I made a I made a trip. I was like, yo, listen, I ain't got no money. I made a video, I ain't got no money. I'm going on the road with $119 to my name. And I don't know how the hell I'm going to eat when I'm out there because you think about it, like this is a company that's going to pay you every two weeks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when it's paying you every two weeks, then you got the one week of payroll adjustment. So it's really, you're going to get your first check and in three weeks. Yeah. You know? So I got to account for money for gas. Like I'm going to, I actually started, I was living out of my van, my grandfather's van. I borrowed his van to go out there. I didn't have a ladder. I, um, like, it was all my supporters. Like I had nothing. Okay. I made a video. The video went, it got like mad views. I don't even know how many views it got to this point, but from there on, like that's where my TikTok started. And I just started vlogging the whole story and people were just gravitating towards it because they saw how much faith I had and just going out there and just believing that, yo, it's going to work out. And it did. <laughs> <laughs> in an amazing way right so you know i get a lot of that's amazing I'm, I'm trying to digest even what you just said like wow i didn't know that to be honest i didn't know all of what you're saying about your story that's amazing um there's a lot of people that get in this a lot of women that get into this adjusting field and they ask me about going out to the field and is it something a woman a woman can do? And you talked about your journey, like being on roofs and, um, you know, being being a plus size girl. I'm plus size as well. And I just wonder, like, what can you tell other women about? Like, yeah, we get in this, we do this, we climb roofs. It doesn't matter what's going on with you. Like, 
what happened that first day when, you know, okay, you got the deployment, you're there and you're looking up at this roof you got to get on, Mike. What went through your mind? <laughs> Yo, first of all, I I told you I got accepted for a two-story steep, okay? Gosh. I two-story steep and I ain't never even been really like when I did roofing, right? I was finessing, all right? I was finessing. <laughs> I was avoiding these roofs. I was like, with the contractor, I was like, yeah, like, you know, I use my girl card, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tell don't me about that as an adjuster. You don't got that. But what yeah. I would tell girls is that, women, I'm sorry, is that what you tell yourself is what becomes real, you know? Like, you tell yourself, I could do this. Yo, you're going to fucking do it. You're going to freaking do it. You know, but yeah. you you tell yourself you can't. No matter how many opportunities get put in your way, you're never gonna do anything because you're just stuck on the on the fact that you can't do it. I didn't let that. Yo, you think you think I like I weigh right now like three hundred pounds, right? Yeah, three hundred pounds, and I'm looking at this equipment and have the equipment. I'm like, yo, is this equipment gonna hold me? You know, these are the valid safety questions that I have. Like, yeah. while everybody is like, I'm doing this, eventually I ended up getting rope and harness certified, you know, and I'm, I'm in this class. These people are putting on these harnesses and it's wrapping around their legs and it's not barely getting going up mine, you know? <laughs> you know? The struggles that you're talking about is things that I've thought about in like going out to the field. So like, how did you overcome that? Um, when, when I started realizing that, Hey, when, when you get that first check and you know, it's real, you start putting anything you need to make it work. Yeah. So I start looking, okay, now I need to make sure, Hey, does this ladder hold 300 pounds? I start. And once I start looking for the answer, I, once I start looking, I find the answer. Yeah. yeah. So it's all about telling yourself it's possible. And when it's possible, you know, it's possible. You find a way, but if yeah. you, <laughs> if, you just gotta, you know, whether you're going to be successful. Uh -huh. Like, I feel like 99% of this job is mental because everything, everything from handling the claims, from getting up on the roof, from leaving your house to go to a state where you have to, you have 48 hours to arrive somewhere. Yeah. Right? You have to leave everything behind. You have to leave your family behind for, you don't even know how long that yeah. all is mental. You're going to be on the road by yourself. Safety as a woman I've had a lot of situations where it's been um, very sketchy on the road, you know? Yeah. You got to prepare for that mentally. And so I'm glad you bring that up because I agree with you 1000% that this, this thing that we're doing is totally mental to have the, uh, the wherewithal, like you said, you ask people to quit their jobs to come into this. That is something scary. Like I quit a job to come into this and it's like, you're really throwing yourself into something. You're going to a state where you don't know anybody and you're really going there to work and probably do some of the most brutal work you've ever done, working seven twelves. Like really being out there in the field, it's almost like 24 hours to be honest, right? You're working, yeah. you're doing inspections and you're coming back to wherever you're at. In your case, you said you were, you, you brought your grandfather's van like mm -hmm. to sleep in. You're not the only one that's done that. Like I know people that sleep in their cars on deployments to save every single penny. Um, Talk about like, I mean, you've had different challenges throughout your life that you just explained to me, you know, Hurricane Hugo displacing your family and different things. What were you telling yourself while you were doing that? Like you're, 
You're doing something crazy. If you told anybody, they're going to say you're crazy. Yeah. What did you tell yourself? What were you saying? Yo, um, I had the vision. My vision was strong. Like, I imagined myself, um, like, oh, my God, when this happens, this is going to be great. Like, that's all I focused on. I didn't focus on anything else. And um, times got hard. It got real hard sometimes because even when I was out there, like, um, I ended up I ended up getting arrested while on a deployment. You know, um, it was a lot of things that happened. Like, oh. when I, I, was, I, and I thought right there my career was over. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive. Like, how did you get out of that situation being away from home? And you, girl, it was, it was, everything was insane. Like, things that happen, you know, and things that sometimes fall out of your control. Like, yeah. I, um, you're gonna, you're gonna experience things, right? Where you're not, you don't even prepare. There's no way to prepare for it. You know, yeah. that's why I tell people everything is your mindset. There's no way to prepare for the things that can happen, you know? And um, <laughs> I, don't even know. I don't even know. I just know, man, like, just have a strong mindset. Whatever, um, whatever you think, like, just believe in yourself, you know, believe in the skills that you've acquired. I look at this as paid training, right? Um, I look at jobs as paid training. The jobs for me, they don't think about it twice before before letting you go. Yeah. You know, so I look at jobs. When I look at something, I look at what kind of skills am I going to acquire from this job before I move forward. You know, and if this is a job that's going to help um, build me, then I'm like, okay, then I take it. So I, it it makes it so much easier for me to say, hey, you know what, I'm gone. But not a lot of people have that same mindset. Yeah. So when I saw this opportunity, I was willing to. I didn't have anything to begin with. You know, I didn't have a yeah. job, but. I can see why people are more hesitant to let go. They have families and, and kids. A lot of times people can't just get up and go on a field deployment. That's why field deploy I feel like field adjusters, they looked at like, oh my God, like I would never do that. But they don't realize for me, I did work from home um for two, three weeks. I did work from I didn't like it. Yeah. For me. Not everybody likes it. Um, I see a lot of this like <clears throat> some mm -hmm. people come in. Uh, in auto and they hate property like they can't go to property some people coming in property and they can't go to auto some people coming in field and they're like i don't want to sit at a desk or right. um as you were coming in this and i know you did a whole video about like you know when you do get on the deployment there's even other things that you have to conquer and there could be safety issues and you have to find somewhere to live and um on top of you're there to adjust claims from a storm, a catastrophe that happened. So there's different things that's going on with the catastrophe. Um, what mode, do you put yourself in like a different mode when you get on deployment? Is it like, hey, I'm not talking to family and friends. I'm like straight to business. What do you do when you're going on a deployment? So it makes it hard because when you're, you're always working. So it makes it hard for family to understand that. Yeah. Right? So, but for me, it's so easy to block people. <laughs> Everybody getting ignored. And y'all better understand I'm at work, I'm about my money. Y'all getting ignored. Yeah. But, um, I was blessed that I actually vlogged everything, right? I feel like that helped me deal with things, right? Because I now I see myself and I see the growth I've done from the point when I started, you know? So I have a visual for myself, but not only that, but thousands of people now see the growth that I've done, 
you know, and like I see it all the time when in the comments, they're like, damn, oh my God, like you've grown so much from the girl who lived in her van just a couple months ago, you know? And yeah. I, I feel like not only it opens up the opportunities, things that people are usually scared of. Um, it's either like, I, in my head, I think about like fear is not of God, right? But sometimes, right, it's, it's just um, in your head because you're not, you're uncomfortable with growing. Right? You're uncomfortable with the things that just want to make you better, you know, or you know that it can and you're just not ready to let go of who you are. Yeah. That you just, you know, you continue doing the same things. I but for me, I know I've experienced a lot of challenges um, as far as sometimes even um, like me as a like a Latina woman, sometimes, right? Like I've had my my share of being in uncomfortable places where I'm not welcomed you know, um, which ended in, in things, you know, in the left, you know, yeah. I've had it, staying in a hotel, there's been people trying to break into my room. Um, you know, so as a woman, you, you do face certain things that you tell yourself, we don't think about safety is the last thing we think about as women. For the most part, we yeah. always live in La La Land, but, um, it's always a good thing to think about, you know, if you're heading out, make sure that you're, you have everything that you need to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, um, first I want to say that, um, man, I, I, I applaud you. I applaud you for figuring it out. Um, and, and doing it on the fly a lot of times, I'm sure. Cause that's kind of what we do as adjusters. Our job is to figure things out. Um, for people that think that they're going to come into this and all the tools are going to be laid out for you in a pretty little blanket and it's all going to be cookie cutter. No, a lot of this is plug and play, get in where you fit in, figure it out. Um, so I applaud you and I salute you for that. Girl, I tell people the key word is independent. (laughs) (laughs) So what what you expect, that's the key word in this title, independent adjuster. We ignore, we hear adjuster, but we ignore the independent. Yeah. And a lot of people always ask, oh, are they going to pay for your hotel? Are they going to pay for this? Are they going to pay for that? And I tell people, yo, you need to get out of the, menta- the mentality of your regular nine to five because this is nothing close to what that is. You know, you need to let go of that person and be ready to just jump into who you're supposed to be because this this is going to prepare you for anything. Like at this point, like the skills that you acquire from this is literally some of the skills that I feel um, I, I already... I, and I did a lot of door-to-door sales. Mm-hmm. You know, I sucked at it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I made money off of it because I didn't, you know? Yeah. But um, I kept building myself. I kept trying to burst that little bubble. Like, if I was in a bubble here, I kept telling myself, okay, I need to, I need to break out of this and be a little bit better. I need to work on this. So all of that, if you're that kind of person that I feel like you're constantly working on yourself, right? When you deal with certain um, insurers that, that are upset because yo you got to deliver the bad news i i see it as yo when i call people it don't matter whether i got good news or bad news hey mr custom i got some great news for you (laughs) and that tone that tone sets the rest of the call you know so i use that my sales background to talk to these people and tell them hey you know what i've had customers where i've had the Tell them the worst of news, but guess what? Now they're giving State Farm a compliment about me. Yeah, you know? and the, the the managers is like, I think that's what kept me the longest on on my last deployment was that because they they would hear me in the war room. They're like, "Yo, how the hell are you li- leaving these great voicemails to people? You're gonna leave them bad news." 
<laughs> they couldn't wrap their heads around it. I, I swear, I think the people skills, being able to talk to people, showing empathy and being relatable will keep you deployed more than anything. Right. There's so many people that cannot talk to people. You know, some of them, some of the adjusters are very reclusive. They don't have people skills sometimes. So you having that personality, I can see where an insured, even when they're getting a denial, they're thanking you. Because just having that, you know, having that breath of fresh air when you're going through an impossible situation yeah. is just a blessing. You know, I I really love, I, I can just imagine you now in the war rooms talking to people <laughs> and going through these claims. I love it. I love it. Um, so how do you, how do you manage stress? Like we all know this is stressful. You talked about some really stressful things. How do you manage that? Yo, I cry for like five, 10 minutes and then I let it go. <laughs> I let it go. Like, and I'm a crier. I'm a big crier. Like TikTok has seen me cry so many times. Like, oh, <laughs> Lord, but once they don't realize, <laughs> and then I'll be feeling guilty because here they are, like sending messages. Oh my God, mommy, that everything is going to be okay. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm already over it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm over it now. Let's go. <laughs> like, it's just, I feel like, um, I, you know, there's a song, uh, there's an album. This is girl. I, I forgot her name. I got it on my music album playlist or whatever. And she says that when you release and you go, when you breathe in and you go, ah, like that you release a lot of negative energy, right? So when you cry, you're doing a lot of... <laughs> 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 that's my... That's that's it. That's all I'm saying. I released, it, I released it all. I can't tell you how many times I've cried on deployments for various reasons. Crying because of stress, crying because you're tired, crying of, of frustration crying because you heard a sad story or you're dealing with a claim that is just crazy. Um, but you definitely made it through. Uh, so now on, on this part of your career, um, how are you like, I, I know you, you uh, have a, I think it's a discord, right? Where you help other adjusters. Yeah. Tell us about that initiative. Like how did that even get started? So when I went on my very first deployment in September, which for that one, by the way, I wasn't even licensed or nothing. Like it was just an emergency license. I, but let me tell you, I don't even tell people about emergency licenses because I don't even want them to get on the, that train of thought, right? right? But speak a little bit on it. I, I'll let you speak on the emergency Yo, <laughs> Me, I'm, I'm a very, I have a lot of faith, right? I have a lot of faith in my God, right? Yes. And um, I feel like a lot of the times that's what you need. You need faith. And mm -hmm. when I pray, he listens, he listens. And honestly, I kept God centered in all of it when I made, um, when I vlogged my stories from the beginning. And um, that's for me, how the hell does that even happen? How do you get fired from a job, Right. And days later, you get blessed with an opportunity to make twenty four thousand in a month. There's no way to explain that without without no qualifications, no license, no. The only thing, the only barrier of entry was a State Farm certification that I completed the same day. Explain right. that, like there isn't right. But right. that's why I tell people like don't bank on that. The right yeah. don't don't rely on that because that's that's honestly that's that's my relationship with my God. <laughs> I got blessed. You 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 may not have that same relationship with him. You know what I'm saying? So go do your work and prepare yeah. yourself because you might not be as blessed. 
Yeah. <laughs> but no, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a possibility it could happen, yeah. right? But you don't know when it happens. You don't know. That's just a one-off. That's, you know, so yeah. that's why you want to be prepared for these deployments. You don't want it to be in a situation like I was. Because, yes, it was a blessing. It's a quick money. It was a, a quick little 24000 in one month, right? Yeah. But did I, did I, I was in a drought for until September, until April. Yeah. You know, I didn't get another job until April. And um, you have to prepare yourself mentally to know that, to understand that these deployments are going in as a new person, you might not last as long. So are you quitting your job that you have that stability to go into a journey where you have no experience, you, yeah. you might last a month, right? Do you have the mental strength to say, you know what? It don't matter if I lasted a month. The next one, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna do better. Am I gonna remember the mistakes? Are you gonna take those mistakes as lessons, or are you gonna take them and just beat yourself down and tell yourself you can't do it? This is not for me. And you're gonna bad mouth a company that has an, a huge opportunity for a lot of people. Personally, myself, I never heard of this opportunity until the, when I started doing it, and I think that helped me. I think that helped me because a lot of people, they see videos like yours, they see videos like mine and they start learning about it and they get, um, they start looking at it as a, oh my God. And they start like studying it. Like, like it's a, yeah, right. Like it's a whole class. Like it's a course before they even take a step. Yeah. And, <laughs> why do all of that instead of just taking the step and doing it, you know, it yeah. takes a lot of courage. Um, and sometimes I think like we don't look at the courage that it takes ourselves, right? Um, we don't stop and think like, yo, look at the things that you do. You know, like you got a lot of stuff going on, right? And this this is not for a lot of people. A lot of people might see that and be like, damn, I can't do that. Baby. <laughs> um, you know, people ask me a lot of questions like, you know, should I get in this as staff? Should I do this? Should I do that? And I'm like, look. If you, you're asking me, I'm going to give you a gangster answer because I do some gangster type shit. And it's it might it's going to take you out of your comfort zone. Um, but being in this industry, I say I didn't know much about it when I first started either. I just knew the money. The person that got me in told me she was making $500 a day and she was about to go make $750 a day on a different deployment. She was leaving that one to go to another one. And that's all I needed to hear. Um, I jumped in, uh, I got my, I, I went through adjuster pro in one week. I got it all done in one week. Hurricane mm -hmm. Harvey, girl, Hurricane mm -hmm. Harvey. I was like, I got to get in. I gotta get this <laughs> you bust that door down. <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta do it. And I did it, but it was like, I found out then later it was more things that needed to be done. Like there's mm -hmm. a, more of a hill to climb. So that's why I help people. And I know you have your initiative, like how, how do you help new adjusters getting into this? So I've always been a big networker from my previous experiences of doing um, network marketing, direct sales and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I borrowed a lot of the skills. Um, we have to, and I, I told, I, I'm going to tell that to anybody watching this. Yeah. Like use your skills. And that's why this, this, this industry is so um, accepting, receiving of people from other industries with no experience. They're so receiving because they want you to use your existing skills. Right. And don't forget that. Like, don't forget the fact that you worked at this call center um, doing this and your customer service was a one. Don't forget that. Don't forget those, those things that you did for them customers or, 
um, different things. Like when you worked at sales, that all bring that with you to here to adjusting because you're gonna need it. Um, I personally, I from day one, from the September one, I have a WhatsApp group too. I have a WhatsApp chat group, and in that, I think I have like close to 200 people. It's, it's you know, it's small, and yeah. then I have the Discord one, which has like I think like 300 people in it, right? But I started off with the WhatsApp. And yeah. in it, we just we just thought about like I saw it as yo hold up, I want to know the ins and outs because if I made this money, I need to know who else know how to make this money, you know? Yeah. So I want to get in touch with them. I'm doing it for selfish reasons. I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't trying to help nobody. I was trying to help myself. <laughs> so <laughs> That's real truth. Yeah. But it just worked out in a sense where we became like a family in there. You know, and um, we it, it was a, a group that was word of mouth, right? So word of mouth went from literally like five people in a group chat to now close to 200. You know, that's how word of mouth work. Nor if, hey, if you're on a deployment, I would keep, keep telling people, hey, when you're on a, when you go on a deployment, um, share the group of people and let them know, join in so we can start sharing information. It's, it's in our best interest for all of us. Yeah. You know? They yeah. don't know I'm doing this for my reasons. You know, I need to know what you don't know. <laughs> Look, your reasons, it's like you can have your reasons, but it can also be a collective good for everybody else. Yeah. We can all eat. It's more than enough for everybody. I love that. I, You know, I don't, I think we could talk for probably like eight more hours for real. I have so many questions, but how does everybody follow you and your journey? Tell everybody where to, Link up with you at. So I um I'm predominantly on TikTok, right? Um, as the real Simeon Princess. That's why I use the display name because it's gonna be hard to spell it. But you just put it in one word, you're gonna find me. I'm yeah. very easy to find. <laughs> very easy to find because I have like a thousand TikToks. I create a new TikTok for every journey I'm in, and then I get distracted. <laughs> so you go find me everywhere. Um I, I got Instagram, which is 285 tons of fun. As you can guess, that's how much I weighed when I created the account. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love all of it. <laughs> but that's it right there. And I, oh, I got a YouTube. I got a YouTube. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start creating content on soon. You know, and that's, yeah. as the real Simeon Princess. That's, what? That's the real Simeon Princess. That's what's up. Everybody, go follow. Um, because I think we all need to see different adjusters and how they work. Everybody can eat in this and you have such uh, a different story than a lot of people, but you're going to hear all kinds of different stories in this industry. You saying that this industry is so inclusive of people from different backgrounds. I've seen ex-teachers, firemen, veterans, nurses, all different kinds. Like we've even talked to somebody that used to sell cars, like, it's a, a plethora of different people in this, and we yep. all get run up a bag. I love it. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast, everybody. Yo, Amber says she has followed you on TikTok already. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Thanks, Amber. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Yes, we got to have <laughs> you back. I got more. I want to know about the Memphis trip and what happened, but we'll talk about that the next time. <laughs> <laughs> So wild. These deployments get wild. We got to have a, I think I'm going to start a small series, talk about deployment secrets. Like, cause there's some stuff that goes on on deployments that it's just, it's wild, wild, wild west. Right. They do. Yes. 
Thank you so much for being on with us today. Can't wait to speak to you soon. Thank you. Now, if you want to get into this industry and utilize the best strategy to grow your career, you know where to go. 100kadjuster.com. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. Talk to you next week. Hey, Mr. Elite. Yes. Did you know that the second leading exposure on a claim is personal property? Really? Yeah, contents. That's what we call it. And most adjusters don't even know how to work contents claims. But hey, you know what? If you go to tpas.llc, Charlene and Miss Deborah tell you exactly what to do, and they're gonna get you content certified. Did you even know there was a certification for content? No. Hey, I didn't either till I met them, and I had to get us a code SD100K to save 10% on a content certification. SD100K. Yeah, to save 10% on your content certification. Go now, Mr. Lee. I'm on my way.